welcome to Night of the Living Geeks. If you geek out over it, we've got a podcast for it. Hello everyone and welcome to a brand new episode of Tornado Tag Radio here on NOTLG.com episode 229. We are going to talk about AEW Dynamite and MLW Fusion back in the rotation. My name is John and joining me this week is the Kyle Fletcher to my Mark Davis. Marianne, hello. I, I would love to be your Kyle Fletcher. That's fantastic. Well, you are. So there. He makes me happy. He's very funny. There you go. How are you? How how are things? I'm, I'm I'm good. I had some technological difficulties earlier today at work where I couldn't get my one of my computers to remote log into the other one, and it happened last week. It just like wouldn't recognize the password for some reason, even though it was the correct password. And I was like, I could log on at home on my laptop, weird, and from any other computer in the office, but the one that I'm using that has all my stuff, it won't log on. Oh. And the keyboard works. It's just freaking weird, but. I went to, um, after work, I went to San Francisco. Oh, God. Um, yeah, to see this guy that I've been seeing. And we watch all Lord of the Rings. And he's just been in entire self-isolation. <laughs> Holy moly. <laughs> yeah, I know. And I went there and it was it was a lot of fun. And then when I was driving, did you? Okay, so when was the last time you've been to San Francisco or driven 280? That is a great question. I think the last time I did that was the last time I drove 280. Mm-hmm. 280 towards San Francisco. I I honestly can't even remember. Oh, you know when it was? It was when we went to go to that... Uh, APW? Show, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> that was like years ago. Um, they The um, 280 is gorgeous. Mm-hmm. Fun fact for Dominic, 280 was designed after the Autobahn. Oh, was um, it? Yes, it was. That's great. Uh, it was probably the most, one of the most beautiful like freeways I've ever been on. It's so gorgeous. Nice. Just like all the, the okay. So what I was getting at was the Flintstone house has yeah. gotten worse. Oh no! They have giant metal, uh, like giant metal, like brass dinosaurs. Go on. Like huge ones. Yeah, I know. And then like uh, topiary, and then like a rainbow, like um, like trellis, like arch thing and it's and then there's just lights everywhere and just like big like plastic flowers with lights in them and stuff if you guys listeners if you are not familiar with the flintstone house of hillsborough california just google it oh flintstone yeah house, it california up. and it will come up it is the most ridiculous house yeah ever and i did get to see inside it oh they nice. did they uh, there was an architectural magazine or something that had oh yeah yeah yeah, of yeah inside yeah. of it yeah and everybody was losing their mind about it because everyone's always wanted to know. But I guess it's in an HOA and everyone in the HOA fucking hates that house. <laughs> I mean, understandable, but it is it's every time I see it, I'm like, oh, my God, have they added more shit? Yeah, that's more? so crazy. It's crazy. I don't know, man. But it's I mean, nuts. I just got back and oh, boy. Oh, boy. What have you been up to, sir? Uh, I have been up to uh, Animal Crossing. That's that's pretty much it. Can you please please explain the appeal of that? Because to me, it's just like doopy Farmville Sims. So basically, the way it was described to me by friend of the show Richard and uh, frequent (laughs) frequenter to my island, he Richard he described it as a cute way to recycle things for money. And I was like, that sounds good enough for me. It's just like a nice, 
wholesome game where you just my walk friend Josh around. was like he was like <laughs> my friend Josh was like I pay bills in real life why would I want to do that in a game yeah it is weird that the first thing that happens when you play the game is you meet this motherfucker named Tom Nook and he's like hey thanks for moving to the island that'll be 98 grand and you're like what the fuck what is this shit and every time you upgrade your house you have to take out it's like a oh it's like a classic uh, you have to take out a loan yeah every time you you uh well you don't you don't take out a loan you basically oh yeah it's a loan you owe him money Uh, that's insane but it's 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 it is it's definitely a weird game but it's so much fun it's just like it you know, I'm I've been playing Modern Warfare like nonstop for. <laughs> well, that's close to being the same thing. Forever, I, it's just, just like a nice change of pace for me. Yeah, to me, it just reminds me. There's the whole paying thing. It reminds me of like old, like uh, late '90s, early 2000s platform games where you had to pay to get across a bridge. Yeah, it's kind of like that. It's and it, it's like I I and I look at it and I'm like I do not get the appeal and I never liked The Sims. Yeah. So it's like I that to me it was like. I don't know. I was like, oh, my God, why? But still, that's interesting that you were like super into it. Because I remember when you were really into. Um, oh, I already forgot. Never mind. Overwatch. <laughs> yeah, that one. I haven't touched that game in months. And I'm actually kind of upset about it because now that I'm I've been streaming a little bit more, I, I really just want to stream Overwatch. But I feel like I'm so out of touch with it. I haven't. I just make, updated make that it. You're randomly. sick that you're out of touch. <laughs> I would love to Make start. Pl- stick, man. I would love to start playing that that game again because I, I mean I spent so much time on it. But I'm full in on what did I get? I I mean I bought a bunch of games. I mean Modern Warfare I've had for a while. I just got the new Doom, which I haven't even touched. And I bought. Oh, my brother touched it. Yeah. My brother says it's really good. I've heard really great things. You know, I just I was like I'm gonna buy this game, and I bought the new. Uh, MLB the show because there's no baseball this season so I figured I would just play that which I have been and it's fun but yeah I mean that's basically what I've been doing I'm trying to think of anything else we've been cooking a lot this is what how's how's little Henson Henson's good today he seemed a little down but I don't know why I mean we were hanging out with him I took a nap with him sometimes we just get a a mood man yeah we were looking to adopt yeah we've been looking to adopt a dog Oh my God! Are you what? What side are you on? Well, we've been looking at a couple, like adopt, because we want to adopt an older dog. Oh my God! Have Which you, one did you use for Henson? Pet Finder. That's what we've been doing. Oh my God! So now that I know that you're doing this, I'm gonna start looking at dogs in your area and just start sending no. you cute ones. Yes. Don't do that. Don't do that because I've there's already one that I really like that my mom is like adamantly against. Oh no! Really? Because he looks he looks too much like Kiba. Oh, okay. And he looks like he looks like a mix between Kiba and my dad's dog Luke with a little pink nose. Uh huh. Cute. And he's like he's like five years old, and we're looking for an adult dog. So you want an adult dog? Why is that? Because the puppies always get adopted. That's I mean, adult Henson dogs was, need homes. Oh uh, yeah, that's true. Yes, that does that makes sense. So you're looking for it? We're looking for like it's like a young dog to an adult dog because senior dogs take a lot of their a lot of vet bills. Right. What what size? A small, a, medium. John, I'm doing it. I'm going to save for this. Like heavy, like so we like light enough to be able to pick up. But the thing is, my mom 
I've already gone on Pet Finder and gone through all of the ones that's within the acceptable range that my mom, she won't let it go past 20 miles. Oh my goodness. I've just found one named Chad. Oh wait. Yeah. I got, I can't look in San Jose. My bad. What's his name? Chad. You see one there? There's, okay. There's, there is one. I swear to God. And I, I, I went, mom, we're adopting this dog. His name is Trent. Oh my God. <laughs> Literally the dog's name was Trent. I went, holy fuck. But the one, the one dog that we like, his name is Flash. Um, I see I Flash. I see him. You see him? Oh, he's so cute. You see this Bernie? is dog. This is dog cast now. Fuck wrestling. This is what we're talking <laughs> dog about. Cast. Do you see Bernie? Let me see if I see Bernie here. He looks. He's got. He's fluffy and white. Oh, I see Bernie. Yeah. Little Burns. Cute. I love the little Burns. I like this Oscar with question. a K. Oscar with a K is pretty cute. Yeah, we were looking at looking at all of them, and the thing is, we have to make sure the dog is like house trained. I mean, a lot so of these dogs ask, probably are. Well, the thing is, uh, Bernie was found in a backyard with two other dogs. Oh. And so, and he's just lived his whole life in a backyard. So we don't know if he's learned to be house trained since being in foster care or what. Yeah. But um, we had to ask about Flash because it didn't say whether or not he was. And my mom really likes Flash. He just super likes his face. Adult to young. I'm saving this search. Save John search. Hingle. Give this is it. Fucking hell. It's done. Yeah, but the Do lady not was email like, we're not. There we go. <laughs> she was uh doing um she was like, Well, we're not doing any adoptions until like all of the dogs are staying at their foster homes. We're not doing any adoptions right now because of obviously the right. whole thing. And my mom was like hella bummed because the website where the adoption, like the head adoption for it, which is like um like the star animal rescue. Uh-huh. Um, it says that they're still doing adoptions, they're just not doing adoption fairs. Right, yeah. And I was like, that's misleading because we said we just wanted to know if he was house trained. Yeah. Like, and if he was house trained, we'd fucking adopt him. Oh, absolutely. You know? And so it's like, ugh. But yeah, I really like Bernie. And my mom was like, no, don't push it. I'm like, but he's so cute. Because yeah. at first when we were looking, she was only picking out dogs that looked like Kiba. Oh, yeah. I mean, I get that. But, oh, Greystoke's still a bit. So I've been looking at dogs as well because there was a there was a a conversation that was like wouldn't it be cute if we got another dog um but oh I no i don't think that's that's going to come to fruition but i i have a dog that i just keep sending lauren it's it's very cute its name is rosé and it looks like a corgi something mix and it's like the cutest freaking thing and the thing i love about bernie is that he's part dachshund yeah like henson and i dig i love long-haired dachshunds they're so cute to me, but yeah. it's yeah, like little little Flash, like we like him. Like obviously, he's got to be part she's part Chihuahua or Terrier yeah. or something. But one of the descriptions was like he's stockier than normal Chihuahuas, and we went well because <laughs> stocky dogs are kind of our thing apparently at our house. Adorable. But yeah, we're still we're still looking into it. I don't know. We've looked at a bunch of different places, and the same dogs come up, but it's like my mom is like doesn't want to go past a certain distance. I hear you. Yeah, makes so, sense. I was like, I will drive and go meet this dog. And she's like, no. And I'm like, ugh. Because she knows I my my picking a dog would be completely different than when she did. Right. You know? Yeah. So who knows? This is Dogcast. Dogcast. Welcome to Dogcast. Well, let's switch gears here. Let's talk about breaking news that just came out today. AEW is going to hold an eight-man single elimination tournament for the new TNT Championship. It's going to start next week, April 8th, and the finals will be at double or nothing, you know, if that actually happens. Uh, this is this is great. I, I really like this. I like that it is called the TNT Championship because that basically means it's a television title. 
And it's which a which you've been talking about. Yes. So I've been to the high heavens with that talking about that. I I hope that the I mean the designs they've had for the tag, the women's belt could be I think just bigger. But besides that, the design looks good. And same with the world title. They all look pretty good, so does, I mean, does the does the women's belt only look small because it's on Nyla? No, I think it's just small in general. Hmm. It looks tiny. Because I hate it when the I hate it when the belt takes up their entire torso. Oh, I do too, but it's got to be like a little bigger. I feel. I mean, I I would have to see. You know what? Let me let me look at it on Riho. But I think that's really a bad. Well, you can't look it on Riho. She's like half a human. I know. That's why I'm saying like <laughs> it. It was. That's probably why it was strange. I mean, when she holds it, it looks like an okay size. It actually still looks kind of small, honestly. It could be a little bigger. That's all I'm going to say. It looks very I really tiny. want a milkshake right now. Oh, man. Yeah, that might be something I, I have to make in-house. That should be interesting. A lucky, a homemade lucky. A homemade lucky. I almost sent that tweet to you the other day. That you were going to, a homemade lucky? No, I almost sent you the, the lucky tweet. I found it on my phone, and oh, I almost the sent best. it to you again. The absolute best mm-hmm. tweet of all time. You got the lucky. Uh, anyway, so I think it's cool. Mid uh, A mid-card title, which will basically be the T, or the, it, it's going to be called the TNT Championship, but let's not get it twisted. It is a television championship, and I'm down with it. And it should be interesting to see what goes on there. Anyway, let's talk about AEW Dynamite. Uh, a little different this week. It was Tony Schiavone and Kenny Omega for most of the show, and then uh, with Cody no, it Rhodes. Was Cody was Omega. Well, it was about half and half. Yeah, that was that was our announcing team. It was very interesting. And the way it was set up was they were obviously like the venue they were at. They were st- instead of standing with their backs facing the ring, they were doing it the other way, and it made it really obvious that they were standing the entire time. Yeah. It was like, we're going to, here's the monitors and here's this, but we are not giving you no chairs, no chairs, no sitting, no swearing, no, none of that. No swearing. Absolutely. Uh, Did you notice it? It was weird. Like the angle it yeah. was just showing it at was like, made it really obvious that they were just awkwardly standing there. It was a little, it was a little strange. Our opening match. Also, Tony Schiavone though, earning his fucking paycheck. I love Tony Schiavone so much. Oh my He's God. He's the best. He's my favorite. So we open the show with Cody taking on Jimmy Havoc. Uh, we are cutting backstage. Uh, this was a little different, and I get it because, you know, we're not supposed to be having gatherings, and it would be pretty dumb of them to, you know, record and put on television a gathering of people in one one space. So I get why they they put some some of the wrestlers in a undisclosed location, which were also gathered in an enclosed space. Yeah, but it was smaller, so it it made a little bit more sense. But smaller I, would make it worse. Yeah, but I, I'm I'm saying small. <laughs> I'm saying smaller as in a, this. The groups were smaller. Oh yeah. So I get it. It was it was okay. I didn't think it was as as good as last week's, which was just the best they could have done. But we're in different times again already. And I really did enjoy when Jericho was like, fuck this. I'm going to go in there and make it interesting. <laughs> I really thought that they was funny. They were all funny. just having a ton of fun back there, especially Dasha. We'll get to her later. Yeah. <laughs> um. Oh, yes. Never not hilarious, man. Uh, so this match, Jimmy Havoc versus Cody, it was actually pretty good. It shows that Jimmy Havoc is more than just a hardcore wrestler. Who is like a real pro at like avoiding the fact like he refuses to admit that he's balding. He must keep hair at all times. You do what you got to do sometimes. 
it's great it's you good do shit. what you gotta do he's got like he's got like a reverse like shaved head thing going on so he just has hair in the front like a cupid doll i mean speaking of that i have not shaved my head in weeks and it's i gotta john i gotta get rid of this we need shit. we need a pictorial we need a pictorial no, update nobody wants this nobody wants this. <laughs> but didn't did you hear about that thing where Shaq um was in a bet with somebody over a game and he lost and the bet was that if he loses he has to reveal where his actual hairline is <laughs> no and so we had to grow out his hair to show where his actual hairline started oh that's hilarious it's very funny that's funny um yes it's never not hilarious is what i meant it, it's it's cody running all the way back to the backstage area and then running through and hitting somebody with a move it's just what are we doing here it's not necessary no. you're not a wind-up toy uh, match overall was was fine. Uh, the one thing that was kind of puzzling was the acid rainmaker for a two count. But I mean, that's Havoc's finisher. So, but I get it. I guess. Um, yeah. Dose crossroads to finish off Jimmy Havoc and uh, Cody gets the win. Jimmy did get a good fight in there, though. It wasn't. Oh yeah. Like it. it yeah. It was. It was still. And of course, somebody was bleeding. So I was like, somebody's gonna bleed. Somebody has to bleed because it's Jimmy Havoc. Yeah. Um. But I did notice, okay, when we were watching this, I was watching it with my mom and Josh, uh-huh. the usual people that I watch it with. Uh, Josh's first note, because it was his first time seeing Cody's tattoo, he said, it looks like if no fear made an energy drink. <laughs> okay. He's not wrong. It really does. Um, but my mom uh, was, obviously, she's on Reddit the entire time we're watching this. And she Your, said, wait, apparently who, there's... Your mom's on Reddit? My mom is always on Reddit at really? all times. Yes, she has. She is always on Reddit. Very she was like, yeah, interesting. The inter- she was like, Reddit hates Cody's tattoo. She told me that Cody, there's a Cody Rhodes tattoo removal prayer circle group <laughs> on Reddit. So is she on? Is she on Squared Circle then? Oh, she's been on it. Oh my god, does she comment? No, she doesn't have like an account. She uh, just she like just goes through, through. And, but she's always on Reddit. She's like, oh yeah, That's... I've seen it on Reddit. Yeah, I saw it on Reddit. And I'm like, why are you more ahead of shit than I am? That's so funny. She is on she is on the weirdest Reddit threads. You don't even know. That's so like, funny. I love it. I know. It's uh, yeah, my brothers and I don't even go on Reddit. My mom's like always on it. Always. That she's is on it now. So I can one hundred percent guarantee she's on Reddit right now. That's insane. So after <laughs> know, right? Isn't she cool? <laughs> yeah. No, yeah, she is. And I'm not joking. She is cool. <laughs> you can tell her that. Um not right now. Though. I don't need to. No, I know. Uh we are interrupted by Jake Roberts v- v- vignette promo where it's a Jake Roberts fireside chat. And I loved it. I thought it was great. He says, trust me at the end of it, which I mean, no, you shouldn't. But I just I just wanted him to be casually roasting a marshmallow, like be <laughs> doing the whole speech seriously. And then like towards the end, just lift up a roasted marshmallow. <laughs> <laughs> it was the funniest shit to me. I would love it. That would be great. Oh boy. Uh, Cody says Lance Archer can debut next week, which is this week. So we're going to finally, see, well, I guess not really finally. It hasn't been that long. We're going to see Lance Archer debut, and that should With be. With a shitty red, like, red braid. The Murder Hawk. Hate it. Uh, we have another Darby video. Okay. So this video, I am not a, f- like, <sighs> Darbs. Um, those videos are an acquired taste that I'm not about yet the music was straight up out of like uh for five dollars a day you can help a child in need (laughs) 
<laughs> like that's what it was. All right. And my question for you was why is this Darby going against Kip Sabian and not Cole Cabana? I don't know. That that's a very interesting interesting thing. I'm not really sure um why. I was like they made it a whole deal and everything like the week before and then this. And I'm like, where? Why are they like making heat out of nowhere for this when obviously, like, everybody wants Cole Cabana because everybody should, right? But, you know. Well, I mean, may- maybe he is. Maybe he just couldn't make it. Maybe he just couldn't travel. You never know. Maybe, maybe he's just in. Maybe he's just in quarantine. Maybe. I don't know, but I will. S- Darbs doesn't give a shit. No, he doesn't. Uh, I will say this match. It was great to see Darby up against. It, it was Darby Allen versus Kip Sabian, and it was great to see Darby matched up against somebody of similar stature. Where where the um, coffin drop would actually cause some damage. Ah, but he didn't uh, use the coffin drop. I know. That's I. That's why I was like, why? Um, Penelope was obviously ringside and my mom, the second she saw her, she went, oh, poor girl has a five head. Oh man. My God. <laughs> my God. He, um, if there's this entire match, I was cracking up. I love Cody Rhodes so much right. after this match. If there's, oh boy. If there's one thing that we can take away from this match is that Cody Rhodes is a fucking dork and I love it. It is. Oh my God. It's I was amazing. waiting for an Animal Crossing reference, like waiting for it. But then he just like, obviously, Kip Sabian is a Harry Potter fan. Yes. His finisher is called the Deathly Hallows. His dog's name is Oscar Albus. Yes. Um, great name. Uh, and he has a, fit, a move called the Time Turner. And Cody was like, Hermione Granger, Time Turner. And I went, <laughs> fuck. I was like, this cannot get worse. And then it did get worse because he talked about Star Trek later. Oh, yes. That's his jam. That's his absolute <laughs> and there jam. Was, and then he, there was an ad for a shirt with a tattoo on it so you can wear your mistakes. Woof. Yeah. Yeah, because he has it on his boots and then he has it on like a jacket and then he's wearing a shirt with it on it. And then it's also on his neck. And I'm like, Jesus Christ, it's no longer a symbol representing something. It just is synonymous, synonymous with regret. Yeah. Who so, knows? Uh, yeah. Uh, the pin that Darby Allen used to win this match is apparently called The Last Supper, and I'm fine with it. <laughs> it's like a figure four roll up kind of thing. I'm not really sure what it's called. I think that somebody said what the exact name of it was, but I mean, I thought this match was pretty good. I'd like yeah, to see more Sabian after this. I'm hungry. <laughs> you said supper and I got even more hungry. My God, you didn't eat dinner. No, I went happening? to go to in and out and the line was really long and I went, no, I have a podcast to record. My God, my stomach can wait. All right, well, we'll we'll try to try to power through this here. Uh, <laughs> I want to see more Kip Sabian after this match, and we will because you know he's going to be in a feud with Colt, so that should be fun. <laughs> Good shit. Uh, up next, we had Jake Hager taking on Chico Adams, who looks like if Macklemore shaved his head. Yes, and uh, he, you know, he lost very quickly. <laughs> uh, Moxley comes out, Jean Moxley. And uh, he starts fighting with Hager, so that looks where we're going to next. I can't wait for every time I like watch AEW. I'm like, oh, former WWE guy. Oh, former WWE guy. And then I'm like, man. And I love it when they reference each other in like their as their former lives. Yeah. And I can't wait for Mox to do a promo and make a very obvious swagger reference. Oh, it'll happen. Oh, it'll and it might even be like real subtle, but 
oh, I can't wait. Because he's got to. He's got to. That's just. Yeah. I'll be looking out for it. I'm I'm excited. Uh, Moxley informs us that he's good to go. So he's going to be wrestling soon, I assume. Did you see the video when Renee was on? I think you sent it to me. When Renee yes, was on I did. Back, backstage. And when she was backstage? No, no, I sent you the one where he super kicked her in the face. Yes, and that paper. was funny. I'm talking about when she was doing WWE backstage remotely, and he came on the screen with the dog and scared the shit out of her. No, I have not. And it was Booker T and Xavier Woods were the other two talking heads, and Xavier Woods is just laughing hysterically for the rest of the segment. It's very oh funny. Oh, my God. Yeah, you can find it somewhere. Oh, I it's, love those two so much. It's very funny. Um, <laughs> We get a recap of the Exalted One reveal from last week, and then we get uh, the Exalted One eating some fucking steak with the Beaver Boys. and That lighting was ominous. Yes, it, it was. It, Alex Reynolds looks like a Death Eater. in Just in that scene, like in the scene in, in uh, Harry Potter where they're at Malfoy Manor and they're at like that long ass dinner table and they're torturing that muggle woman. Yes. Like all of them sitting there, like literally the lighting was exactly the same. And I was like, Alex Reynolds is a death eater. Holy shit. But uh, this segment was so funny. Yeah, it was great. Uh, The exalted one finishes his food first before either one can eat. And I believe John Silver tries to eat and gets thrown out. No, no, no. Alex Reynolds tries to eat and he gets thrown out. No, John Silver tries to eat and gets thrown out. And then Alex Reynolds sneezes. He sneezed. And the exalted one tells him to get the fuck out. And oh, my God, Brody Lee is just being Vince McMahon. I love how he got in trouble for that. <laughs> yes, for sneezing. Yes, that is a a known. No, I, I love how I love how Brody Lee is like people were like kind of dragging him for obviously digging at Vince McMahon. Eh, I'm fine with Who it. Who cares? He deserves it. God up, damn it. Up next, we <laughs> had the debut of the exalted one, Brody Lee, taking on QT Marshall. I did I don't know if anyone knows this, but QT Marshall, he loves apples, or he's from the big apple, or he's I don't not, know. Though. Yeah, Cody says he's not. Cody hella threw him under the bus. <laughs> yeah. Cody was like, he's from Jersey. <laughs> I love that I have no notes about this, basically because Brody Lee just kicked the shit out of him, and it looked pretty good. It, it reminded me a lot of, I. my mom refused to watch the Tim Dons getting kicked in the face by a Brody Lee video, but uh, she's booting the fuck out of Brody's gear. She hates it. Oh, really? All right. Especially um, the coat. Especially the coat. Oh, I'm... I'm I'm tooting it. I love it. Uh, yeah, she can't stand it. She was like, it's confusing looking. I don't understand what the look was going for. But obviously there's the backstage like video of everybody backstage. And Kip was finally sitting there with his fucking dog. Yes. And Dasha's back there. And I was like, wait, Dasha's in AEW? I didn't even know this. And she's yeah. back there dressed like she's supposed to be doing a backstage interview. But she isn't. And she's just not wearing shoes. And she's being crazy. Yeah, she's been there. And it was amazing. Yeah, she's been there for a while. Oh, she's been there. For, I think almost since the beginning. Uh, I love. I love the tease of the sister Abigail. I thought that was fucking hilarious. It was real smooth. Um, Brody Lee gets the win, obviously, and then throws a uh, mask onto QT Marshall, basically but telling he loved him apples. Yeah, he does love apples. And uh, based on what I've seen, the Dark Order diet is you just can't eat. So if you love apples, that's not a good idea for you. Very true. Or you just can't eat before the Exalted One finishes his his meal. I think you just can't eat, period. <laughs> I guess not. Up next, we had 
<laughs> Up next, we had Kenny Omega uh, taking on Sammy Guevara for the AAA Mega Championship. Here's what sucks. I wanted to watch this in- match in its entirety, but I didn't get to because I had to go walk Henson because it was way past his time to go outside time. But what I did see of this match, it was very, very good, and I want to get a chance to rewatch it because I was really loving what I saw. Did you see the beginning, obviously, when there was nobody in the audience and they just had the pictures taped to the chairs? I did not see that, no. Okay, so th- this entire thing that I've, that I've written on here is not going to make any sense to you. So obviously there's nobody allowed in the audience, but Sammy Guevara comes out and there's taped like character pictures on three different chairs. Oh my God. And one of them, one of them is a Star Trek captain and it says the best captain on it. One of them is Chris Jericho and one of them is Brandy. Oh my God. Which you have seen the video of him licking the poster. Yes. Yes. So it's that. And, um, I was fully enjoying this match. And my biggest question is when it went by and I thought of it the exact same time that Cody said it, (laughs) Cody was like, which Trek captain was that? (laughs) And he was like, he had to know, like, did did he get up and go check? Yeah. He was like, which, no, he, no, it gets better. He was like, which Star Trek captain was that? And then, um, they like, couldn't figure it out. And, um, my mom said it looked like captain Pike. Uh, she was wrong, but, um, Tony, and then Cody was like, who's your favorite Star Trek captain, Tony? And Tony said, Captain Sisko. <laughs> and what? Cody, this is, this is for, okay. Captain Sisko is from Deep Space Nine, which is my least favorite Star Trek. Oh boy. And it should be everyone's least favorite Star Trek. And so he says, oh, I really like Captain Sisko. And then Cody goes, Pfft. and he just makes this huge disappointed farting noise. Oh my God. <laughs> and he was like, He's not even, he wasn't even a captain. He was a commander until this happened. And he fully just like the most deep in-depth oh my God. Deep Space Nine reference. It was so funny to me. And my mom was like, oh, it looks like Captain Pike. And it turns out that Christopher Daniels texted Cody and was like, it's Chris Pine. <laughs> like, oh my God. That's so funny. He was like, it's the Cody was like stewing on it the entire time. It literally like there was like huge chunks of the match. And then it like got towards the end of the match. And he's like, Oh, I know which captain it is. That's so like that's funny. all he was thinking about. Oh and it was God. just Chris Pine from the newer ones. So what I mean, and he was super disappointed that it wasn't like old school Star Trek. He was like, Oh, bummer. <laughs> good shit. So when I saw this match, it was pretty good. Sammy was working over the hand a lot. The, the finish was, was hot. I I'm going to go back and rewatch this match because uh, I mean, if I had seen the whole thing, it would have been match of the night. Definitely deserving to be the last match we see. But up next, we have that the, fucking V trigger at the end. Oh, oh my, God. my lordy, he fucking killed him with it. Every time we watch Sammy Guevara wrestle, and I had said this before, I was like, Sammy Guevara is like the best seller. And my mom had disagreed with me at first. And every time we watch it, she's like, Marianne, you're right. And I was like, Yeah, you've said this every time since I said it, which she realized I was right. Because every time she watches him, she's just blown away. I would not be surprised if the finals for the TNT championship are Hangman Adam Page and Sammy Guevara. Interesting. That's what you I'm going to call without, these, without but... seeing everybody right now. But I think I think that would be that'd be a good little match. I think the closest I ever got to betting on things was I did say that TJP was the dark horse of the cruiserweight tournament. Yes, you did say that. You did say that. And then I wanted to make a drag race reference, but it was a reference that you wouldn't have gotten at the time. Yes. Yeah. Do you get it now, though? Yes. <laughs> I still have to start this season. 
You guys, this is this is dog and drag race cast. That's fine. So <laughs> up next, we had Chris Jericho coming to the ring, and he wants to talk to broken Matt Hardy. He wants to to bring him into the fold. He wants to bring him into the inner circle. And I, I love that he was using a fucking lapel mic because everyone's like, what is happening? What's going on? Oh, and the cameraman singing. Oh, my God. Cody said, is he using a Britney Spears mic? <laughs> Which is great. Does, does he realize that we can hear him? That was also funny when he's running down the elite. He's like, does yeah. he realize that we're, we're right here and we can hear him? Yeah, and, no, it was so funny. And my mom was like, ooh, he's looking a little meatloafy. Oh, my God. I love that the b- bandana is his new thing. That's his, his new, new scarf. Yeah, it's his new scarf is the bandana. So Vanguard One is here, and Chris Jericho in the year 2020 cuts a promo on a drone. It was fucking hysterical. My stepdad was watching it with us, and my mom, like, okay, so here's the thing. I had to explain Matt Hardy to my mom and Josh, and you will be proud of me. Immediately after this clo- with this ended, we watched the final deletion. Oh, great. To which... My mom was like crying because um, <laughs> <laughs> so I had to explain Vanguard one. And I was like, it's not going to make sense. I have to do this. It's so fucking funny. Yeah. But yeah. Yeah. Jericho cut that promo on a fucking drone, but he cut a promo with the attitude of like Shangela. With another drug <laughs> race reference. Yeah. He was like, I don't like you and I don't have to like you. And if I had to like you, I would, because I'm what? Sickening. <laughs> like it was just, like, so fucking sassy. Uh, I, you're not underneath that. I thought that was going to happen. I would have died. I think before it's all said and done, Jericho is going to Judas affect Vanguard one. <laughs> and it's going to be great to God. That happens. It has to happen. It's so funny. I would love it. Uh, um, so Matt Hardy shows up and he is teleporting and it, it the cuts are so bad. It, it, it's, but, it's on purpose. So here's the thing. Here's what, what we were told later. He was not teleporting. Vanguard one was uh, projecting his image in different places, which I think is equally both as of funny. Them are, yeah, they're equally as funny. They're both ridiculous. Yeah. And the special effects in that was had to have been on purpose because i don't think like the whole matt hardy gimmick is supposed to be like that yeah you know it's like the whole shtick of it but it was so fucking funny and then he's like audibly chomping his teeth because there's like nobody in the audience so you like can hear oh everything. man yeah you could hear it real real audibly yeah that's very true and this is the first time that josh has seen um matt hardy and he said he looks like the entire cast of what we do in the shadows wonderful great which is Great I had show. never heard that before. Great show, great ne- movie. It's such a great show yeah. and a great movie, and I had never heard that comparison, and I can't unsee it now. So we basically get the rundown that he owed the Bucks of Youth a debt. He he says AEW represents freedom, and I love Jericho just like running him down where he says the red dash is sass is sassy. I like the red dash. It's sassy. Um and. Basically, they they get into some fisticuffs. Inner Circle comes down. The rest of the elite come down and clear the ring. And then uh, he starts um, doing some fucking magic with the pyros. And that's how we end. Insanity. Absolute insanity. It was fun. It's great. I'm excited for more, like, Matt Hardy videos. He's so hilarious. Yeah, I'm very excited to see what we do, like if we do anything from the Hardy compound and all that good stuff. So 
Up next. The Hardy Compound reminds me of just the Tiger King documentary. Oh, my God. Just, just Final Deletion in general, just that 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 docuseries and just the trailer trashness of the Hardy Boys in the Final Deletion video. It just reminds me of that. My God. Yeah, if you guys haven't seen that documentary, you have to have heard of it. You live under a goddamn rock if you haven't heard of it. Yeah, you ha- have to watch it. It's But me here, bonkers. I am I am team team Angel Travis. I feel so bad for Travis and you'll watch it and you'll understand. You better feel bad for Angel Travis too. All right. Well, the, we'll see. We'll see if the people feel 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 bad for Travis and John. <laughs> All right. This week we bring MLW Fusion back into the fold episode 103. Previously on MLW Fusion, I don't know, man. A lot of stuff's going on. King Moe's with T- Team Filthy now. Um, Dan Lambert, who is the manager of King Mo, he's mad or something. I'm not really sure what's going on. That interview angle that they're doing there, I guess they're doing that now. It works so much better. Yeah, I mean, they're backstage. Like the long body shot, like is the body language. Yeah. Like, it looks really awkward when they would do it from a distance, but cut where it is right now. It looks a lot better. And Alicia looks and delivers like so much better. It's not nearly as awkward. I was like, okay, this, this is better quality looking. Cause that's how the WWE does it. Mm-hmm. That's how they do it in um, AEW too. It's just like the whole body thing is just awkward. Like, why would you put that? But that at the closer, just torso angle, it looks a lot better. So this week's MLW is taking place in the ECW arena, which is very cool. We have Alicia doing a backstage interview. She lets us know that Brian Pillman is not here and that she's on the goddamn case. And you have a note there. <laughs> oh, no, I just said she improved a lot. Oh, yeah. I she mean, improved a lot, a lot. Up next. And I think it was honestly just the change in the camera angle. I, it, sh- I shit you not. It just improved everything. Because when you know what what part of your body is showing, you don't have to worry about the entire thing. Uh, yeah. Like you know, Renee's never wearing shoes. Yeah, very true. You know. Uh, okay. for, first match of the night was Dominic Garini versus Doctor Dax, and Dominic Garini. Dominic Garini is brought to the ring by Rip Von Eric, who is not a Von Eric, but it's funny. Um, Dominic Garini has a bag of money, and I know it's a bag of money because it has a big old money sign on it. Um, this, <laughs> like he ro- like he's a cartoon rabbit robbing. A yes, bag. basically. Uh, <laughs> this match is really nothing to write home to. So we're just going to skip over. I'm not a fan of Dominic Arini, and you know that already. Yeah. I mean, I am, but everything I've seen so far in MLW is kind of just like, I don't know what's going on. I mean, I guess I get it, but whatever. Uh, we have the dynasty, the, you know, the greatest part of MLW with MJF cutting a promo. Other than sexy Simon. Very true. You just made the list. We have MJF cutting a promo on Mance Warner and he. He goes, I'll play with you. I'll play with you all night. I'll play with you till I'm exa-. And he goes, hey, man, it's getting weird. Stop. And he's like, fuck it. I'll fuck you up and leaves. He like loses. He gets all frustrated. And honestly, sometimes I feel like we don't deserve MJF. Well, I mean, we might. He's so funny. Next, we might not deserve him, at least in MLW, because next week it's going to be Mance Warner versus MJF in an empty arena match and the loser leaves town and I think we know where that's going yeah I know uh, there was a video that package sucks. yeah it does <laughs> but I mean I mean I guess it just sucks because we won't get this MJF which is like 
you know, he's still an asshole, but he's absolutely hilarious in M- MLW. I think the coffee promo was one of the funniest things I've seen in a while. It was so good. But yeah. If you guys haven't seen that, I don't know how we'll find it to link it, but it's very it's funny. on. It's on one of the 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 episodes of Fusion. I, I mean, oh, we could find so it. so good. I guess a clown is coming or something. I'm sure that Early is. Early shoes are I'm not sold, man. Yeah, I'm, I'm not sure. He's, he looked evil. Uh, we got a King Mo video package. Saying he's a black leprechaun. Yes, which was very funny. I'm like a black leprechaun. I was like, what? Uh, Alicia still on the fucking case. Where is Brian Pillman Jr.? I love that they're like, he's notoriously late, but he's not this late. And let's talk about. Was this funny? Because at the beginning, she said he's never like this. Yeah. And then the commentator was like, he's notoriously late. But she completely (laughs) contradicted him. I was like, whatever. Yeah. Um, this next match was fucking great. It was a lot of fun. It was T-Hawk versus Hammerstone. And I believe it was for the, oh my goodness, the MLW open Open weight championship. Yep. Great title belt. Looks great. Uh, it also just looks great because he, Hammerstone is always wearing fucking lit jackets. Yeah. They're so dope. I love them all. And I think, honestly, this is either the first or second time I've seen Hammerstone wrestle. I've not seen him wrestle a lot. And he's been he around wrestled, for a while. Oh, wrestle in person? No, just in general. He was on that Gilroy show. Oh, the one where we were going to go, and then we just found out it was streaming and we stayed home? Yes. Um, I don't remember that full show. So, I mean, I'm That's sure. Fine. Yeah, I'm sure he was on that show. So, I mean, first it was either this. It, so, this is probably the second time I've ever seen him wrestle. Um, I thought he looked good. I thought T Hawk looked great too. These these chops from T Hawk were insane. It's great to see T Hawk, you know, actually being utilized. I know. Like, put him. How come he's not in? I mean, I know we're in a pandemic, basically. So, but I mean, let's put him on in, in AEW. Let's put him in the tournament. Come on. Just give him a nice first round showing. That's all I'm asking. Yeah, man. Um, Here's some new people. Yeah. I mean, basically the story of this was T-Hawk just chopping the shit out of Hammerstone. Um, Hammerstone had a really great drop kick in the middle of this. Uh, Can I interrupt you for a second? I just looked down at the date and it is Trent Beretta's birthday today, you guys. My God. Trent Beretta is 33 years old. Greg Merzullo. You've made it to 33. Looks like we made Congrats. it. Con- congratulations. Looks like we made it. <laughs> there you go. Thank you. Um, My favorite thing was the commentators just constantly referring to Hammerstone as a beef castle. Yeah, I guess that is his. Uh, his oh, his my nickname. God. It's so funny. Um, I mean, overall, this is a great match. Hammerstone gets the win with the Shote, uh, which is um, uh, what would you call that, Marianne? A, a, a soup. A front suplex into a sit-out rock bottom. It's basically Hiroki, one of Hiroki Goto's moves. Sweet. And it's fucking cool. And, I mean, hey, great match. Really loved it. Uh, we had a low-key video package followed by a Conan interview hyping up MLW versus AAA in two weeks. Then we had a Mance Warner promo. Then He is just darling. I love Mance. Old Mance. He, it's like, how could you dislike that person? He is so darling. Yeah, There's just I, something about him that you're like, he just, I just want to see Mance Warner in a pen full of just playing with dogs. Oh my God. That's, Dog some good, that's some good content right there. It really is. Brian Pillman Jr. still missing. Alicia 
still on the fucking case. But why did they not have a milk carton thing for this? I don't know. Injustice shows up and says, "Hey, look at this." And then she go, they give her a phone, which seems ill-advised. Uh, you know, don't give people your your phones. I guess she says, "Go give this to the truck." So she goes to the truck, and we go immediately to our main event, which is King Mo versus Low Key. And I'm still confused as to why King Mo has an umbrella. He has like all and a really shiny jacket. Yeah, he basically looks like if a seven year old made a creator wrestler. Oh, John. I'm going to yes. give him a shiny robe jacket and an umbrella and a crown. And he's going to be wearing a shirt, too. And while and while we're at it, he's going to only do falcon arrows, says little John Pingle. <laughs> and super kicks. <laughs> I don't know. So Loki was uh, brought to the ring or he came to the ring with Ross Von Erich, who fuck it. Just add him to the list. Oh, my God. You just made the list. So hot. It's happened. He is so hot. Oh, my goodness. I ha- and I had to like I watched the whole match like teetering like I was like, is he hot? And then every time it showed, I'm like, oh, God damn it. He is hot. Fuck. But. <laughs> Um, this match was, it was fine. I mean, King Mo just picking up Loki and dumping him over the top rope a couple of times. Yeah, I'm way to make him look shitty. Um, that rolling capo kick by Loki was fucking insane. He caught. Was it? Oh my God, it was so nuts. <laughs> he cut King Mo right on the ear and the side of the head. He fucked him up real good. Um, and then, you know, a lot of shenanigans happen. The rest of the Von Eriks come out. Eric Stevens and Dominic Greeny come out. Uh, King Mo is seemingly in a submission for what seems like five minutes, and he does not tap out or pass out. Tom Lawler's in the ring, and apparently, you know, our official who's officiating the match left the ring, even though we have 12 officials that are already taking care of it. That was so fucking stupid. It was very weird. That took me out so fast. Uh, Ross Von Erich left the towel that he brought to the ring in the ring. So the, everyone kind of said, Hey, he left, he threw the towel in. So they, they rang the bell. King Mo wins by knockout. Oh, that makes sense. And, um, there's a lot of confusion going on and King Mo says, bend the knee like 8,000 times. So please never let him cut a promo anymore because he doesn't know what the fuck's going on. (laughs) Bend the knee. Hey, you, over there, bend the knee. Please bend the knee. Can you, okay, bend the knee. I'm like, what the fuck is going on? Team Team Filthy has some people that aren't very terrific at promos. Can't confirm. Uh, and then we, <laughs> we, we go to the video, the videotape, Injustice. They're beating up Brian Pillman Jr., and they curb stomp his ass through a brick. Which is how they killed off Ambrose that one time when he went to make a movie. Yes, I do remember that. I do recall this happening. Um, good shit. Yeah. So, I mean, good shows this week. They were fine. They were fun. Um, I can't remember what's happening on AEW this week. I don't even know if they've announced anything. They probably have at this point because it's, you know, Monday. But also, it's probably Tuesday for everyone listening to this because, you know, I'm uh, not going to not gonna put this up until the morning. I'm, I'm looking up. Uh, John. T- what? <laughs> What, people no- are gonna think that tuesday is is 
Trent Beretta's birthday. Incorrect. His birthday is March 30th. No, I mean, that's fine. Happy birthday, Trent. Still, I'm still not going to put this up at 8 o'clock at night. I'm trying to look it's for... Totally I mean, the only thing that, that they are showing that is happening this week is Lance Archer's debut. And that's all they're, all they're showing us right now. So... That's the only thing that is scheduled. And then for MLW, obviously, it's Mance Warner versus MJF in an empty arena match, and the loser leaves town. And technically, I was stalling for time, and it might have worked. It worked. We have one more than one question. Mike Perfect. asks. Perfect, and we also have, I also have um, Jaren? one, maybe two from Jaron, yeah. Jaron, my new uh, Call of Duty friend. Ugh. We've played we've played a couple of times last week, and we did pretty good. We had some pretty good games. We haven't won yet, but we'll get there. Jaren's my worst friend. <laughs> my God. Okay. He mailed, if you guys don't follow me on Instagram, um, listener Jaren, sad boy goth fart, um, great name. Yes. Mailed me uh, my birthday presents and they came separately, but the at, like he had put as my name, he calls me Marinara, and he literally put Marinara Wentworst. And my last name is Wentworth. My God. Marinara Wentworst. Good. Confirmed worst friend. Confirmed. But yeah, he does have a couple questions. Which ones do you have? So Mike asks, what is the best wrestler put down phrase? He says the correct answer is beer belly sharecroppers. What do you think is the best wrestler put down, Marianne? For an audience? Just in general, I guess. Oh, just anything MJF says. Anything MJF says. Okay. MJF just says the most legitimately insulting things. I think Stupid Idiot was pretty good for a while there with Jericho. Yeah, that one was really good. Best wrestler put down phrase. Yeah, that one I'll have to I'll have to think about because I know there's been ones where I wish I had um notes that were like saved where just MGF just says the fucking like worst shit. Yeah. Like he's oh he's so funny. And Nick says that he just got this question in under the gun, Nick. Uh, should WrestleMania going forward be two days all the time, kind of like New Japan? What do you think, Marianne? Even though New Japan, WrestleMania just should not be six hours. Is that what he's asking? Uh, I don't know if that's what he's asking. Because but if you give them, if you split it into two days, they're just going to make it two six-hour <laughs> WrestleManias. You know it. God, I hope not. But also, this is the first time New Japan did it was this year, and I mean, it seemed to work pretty well for them. So we'll see. But I, I uh, do I want WrestleMania to be two days going forward? Sure, why not? Whatever. But it's just kind of like then you have to move, you have to shift everything. So like, when do you or do you include NXT in your WrestleMania going forward? I think yeah, you do. You have to, yeah, you have, you have to inc like include that, and then you have to book it in a way where people will go to both of them. Yeah. So, because otherwise you're not going to get the same. Yeah, all absolutely. The way through. And then you'll have to obviously have two main event style anything's. Yeah. Maybe. I don't know. It's you have to be really careful how it's booked because otherwise people will only get um, tickets for the second one if you're just going to make it a major like, you know. I don't know. Hmm. All I just right. just don't want it to be six hours. I don't either. What's Jaron got for us? Jaron says, um, "Who would it take to jump ship for a, to a for AEW to be considered the bigger deal to normal non wrestling fans?" So, someone from WWE to jumping AEW. ship to AEW to make AEW a bigger deal to non wrestling fans. That's hard because I mean, so you would it would have to be someone that non wrestling fans know, and I mean, the only people that non wrestling fans know are John Cena and possibly the Miz. And Randy Orton. And and Orton, yeah. Or Roman Reigns. Or Reigns, yeah. That's a good question. 
He also asked if we think that the Undertaker is like for reals dead. No, he's not. Or, and if, I, I or won't... if Vince McMahon has him up on strings like a human marionette. Oh God! I mean, he has his entire career, but. <laughs> um, I you know what? I think what that would be a big deal is if the New Day went to AEW. I think that that would be that would get a lot of people crossover, especially in the video game world, mainly because you know of Up Up Down Down and its popularity. Yeah. And then the fact that Kenny Omega was even on Up Up Down Down. Yeah. And I think Cody Cody was so funny on that show. And so was uh Dustin Rhodes. They were both really fucking hilarious. I think that would be a big get for them if it was the entire new day. I don't think it'll ever happen, but that would be hilarious. That's what I'm saying. I don't even know what I would say. I would probably I mean, I think it, I think it would have to be like somebody who like now, like in like the middle, like the high point or middle of their career, not like when it's past their like career, Uh huh. because they could just say like, oh, if it's John Cena, he's just like retiring to go do whatever, like the minor leagues, you know, but it would have to be somebody that has no reason. Right. Yeah. To slow down. Yeah. And there's like jump ship and they're like, what the fuck? You know, it would have to be it would have to be like Roman Reigns or something like somebody up there. I agree. I think that's I think that makes sense. Roman Reigns would be another good Roman Reigns, Becky Lynch. Oh, my God. We didn't even think about any. Yeah, I think like Becky Lynch jumping ship would be or I mean, even Sasha. Sasha. Yeah, or Sasha. I think either one of them. And, you know, Sasha wants to. Oh, my God. I know (laughs) she got that money. So she don't care as much. I don't. Yeah, you got to You got to be you got to be a Moxley, man. Yeah. Don't even look at the envelope. (laughs) <laughs> you go hang true. out at, if you go hang out at AEW you'll get to watch way more Sailor Moon true Bruh. You're, there are way more nerdy people there alright let's fucking Deep Space Nine joke <laughs> Goddamn Cody let's get on out of here you can like us on Facebook and follow us on Twitter at Tornado Tag Radio you can follow me on Twitter at Sailor Moon Salt and you can follow Jim Jam Pingalo Westeros Bacon Cheeseburger at JP Thrice I talked about Westeros Bacon Cheeseburger because it was a Western Bacon Cheeseburger commercial on when we were watching AEW, and I just started laughing really hard to myself. Oh, I want uh, a Western Bacon Cheeseburger so bad. <laughs> and a milkshake. Oh. A lucky. Um, subscribe to us on iTunes, Stitcher, Spotify, and SoundCloud. Uh, search for Tornado Tag Radio. You can search for, um, yeah, just Tornado Tag Radio under Spotify. I don't know why I got confused there. Uh, please rate and review us as well. Um, in lieu of, once again, everything, the state of the world, support. You can support us if you want. You could go to our Patreon. It's patreon.com slash N-O-T-L-G. Or just support a independent wrestler that is not uh, working as much right now. They, you know, they entertain us all the time. We should go support them in their time of need. Or any artist. There are some artists, like if you go on Redbubble, there are a lot of artists that have really interesting stuff that's wrestling related. I got a really funny sticker that I will tell you about after we go off air because I don't want to spoil it for Jaren before he receives it. Oh, great. But if you go on like Redbubble and stuff, there's a lot of people that have really cool art. Did you see I got... Huh? Did you see I got Nia's hat? Yes, I did. Fucking love it. I don't even have a hat. Well, John, did you put... You need a hat tree. Yeah, I do have... um, I have to put this hat thing up that I have. You have a hat thing? Oh, I need to see it. It's just a... It's just a thing for hats i don't know i don't know wow i think i'm i think i I need to go to bed i don't know what's happening (laughs) all right so this has been episode oh my goodness we're almost at 230 my god so uh this has been episode 229 of tornado tag radio and there's only one thing left to do so marianne if you ring the bell dog
This has been a Night of the Living Geeks production. For more information and content, visit NOTLG.com.